Price Reader and Lord Mbaku by Green Knight Spider Once again, I'm so sorry, my lord. You stuttered. You tried nervously to sweep the shards of the sacred broken goblet with your hand into a small pile, one which you could easily dispose of once you found a dustpan. You thanked your lucky stars that you and M'Baku were the only ones in the throne room at this time, yet still you dared not look up from the dark room, quivering in fear of the great gorilla's impending wrath. The Jabari Lord was known for his wrath, his rage, and his virility, but not for his patience. However, the Lord himself sat upon his throne without a word, encircled by the twinkling stars behind him, shining through the windows of the throne room. Each of his strong hands flexing their grip on the arms of the throne, M'Baku taking his time, surveying your fool behind. Your round curves were still fully defined within the dark confines of the loose servant garb fabric as you bent over, facing away from the throne. And as he watched you, the Jabari Lord let his mind wander to many things he would do to you in that position, if you would let him, of course, licking his lips at the mere thought. You then twisted around to face the throne, eyes still downcast. My lord, I, I will now find a dustpan in order to clean up my mess. If you will permit me to leave, I will not be long. You then tried to rest past, rush past him, not once looking up for fear of facing those dusky dark brown eyes filled with fury. You wanted to hurry to try and fix your mistake before you could incur his wrath any further, but M'Baku was too quick for you. In an instant, M'Baku caught your wrist as you tried to leave, clicking his tongue slowly as he shook his head. Sweet, sweet. He purred, drawing you to him and bringing you between his legs. You had no choice but to lift your eyes to face him your breath escaping you as you saw the unspoken desire in his eyes. You know the price, he whispered in your ear, as he settled into the crook of your neck, taking in the scent of your body, letting it enrapture him. The Jabari Lord let his hands roam freely around your waist, earning a chaste gasp from your sweet lips. The more M'Baku took in your scent, the darker his eyes grew his primal need growing beneath his pants. I thought you would have learned your lesson by now, hmm? That is the third goblet this week. You had not the strength nor the willpower to answer your lord, as his large hands captured you in a way that streaked fire across your skin. I apologize, lord, for my incompetence. Ah! His fingers gently but firmly pulled you to him, and even with him seated and you standing, it was clear who was in charge, as M'Baku asserted his dominance with nothing but a look in his eye. I'm sure by now, he growled, 
you know best to appease your king. Wordlessly, you removed your loose trousers, your own breath becoming labored at the sight of your lord craving you so. This left you only in your bearskin fur that tied around your waist, which covered your behind, but came into small ties around the front of your waist, giving M'Baku full access to your underwear, resting on your fuller thighs, M'Baku snarling in the heat at the sight. You certainly know how to buy my silence. Of course, no one need know of your many failings or your enragement. M'Baku himself knew full well that even trivial mistakes, let alone the destruction of the sacred royal vessel, could lead to severe punishment. But luckily for you, the great gorilla was not interested in such measures, when he could be appeased in other, more pleasurable ways. And luckily for M'Baku, it seemed, clumsy was in your nature. M'Baku gripped your hips once again and gently drew you to him so that one by one your thick thighs straddled his waist. You yelped slightly as you bumped against the large bulge between the chieftain's powerful thighs. M'Baku smirked, pleased at your reaction, making you thankful you were sinning, considering you were very much weak in the knees. You know if I did not know any better. M'Baku said, taking his large hands and rubbing them back and forth on your supple thighs. I would say you were breaking things left and right on purpose. My lord, I swear I would not dare, you hurriedly exclaimed in fear, before being silenced by M'Baku's lips suckling on your neck. You uttered small mules as M'Baku sucked harshly in your skin, deepening the bite as far as he could. You held onto his huge frame until he was done, ending his marking on your neck with small licks. He then brought his hand to your chin, forcing you to look into his eyes full of desire. If you wanted me, all you had to do is ask. With no warning, the Jabari chief pressed his bountiful lips against yours, taking no time at all in devouring and dominating you. His tongue quickly found its way into your mouth, wrapping around yours in movements that made you one. His hands moved to lean you back so that the other could rub against the growing puddle between your legs. He rubbed the fabric back and forth, halting when he found your clit only to start rubbing it in small circles. Your eyes roll back in pleasure and you start to buck involuntarily at his ministrations. M'Baku then wrapped one arm around your toso and lifted you up with ease, shifting so that he could do undo the clothing that trapped his already throbbing member. You shifted to help him unwrap the many ties that held his royal garb together until you were finally able to reach in and free his dick from his trousers. Without a word, 
M'Baku watched you slide your soaked panties to the side and ease yourself onto his cock, loving the way each inch made your face contort in pleasure. You attempted to go slow before M'Baku started bucking his hips up into you with a visceral need, hungry for that warm, inviting pussy that seemed to swallow him whole. You wrapped your arms around his neck for dear life as your lord grunted in your ear with every stroke. He growled harshly as his hands found their home underneath your bare skin, kneading those soft, round cheeks he loved. Suddenly, he started to pick up the pace, alternating between bouncing your ass on his cock, letting his hips thrust wildly into you, evoking moans of pleasure from you that echoed around the throne room. The great gorilla buried his head in the fabric that trapped your breasts and growled. As he neared his release, he brought his fingers to your chin and dragged you down to meet his dark gaze, so full of carnal need that it shot down to your core like lightning. M'Baku's nostrils flared as you whimpered, yielding completely to the lust of your lord. Come for me, my love. At his words, you came, crying out in ecstasy as your hips bucked with a mind of their own, riding the great gorilla's cock for all your pleasure, and Baku himself enjoying the scene before him. Your merciless walls beckoned M'Baku's own release, and with a roar, he flooded your insides with his seed, gripping onto your ass for dear life. Catching his breath, M'Baku looked to you, satisfied in watching your lidded eyes and mouth slightly agape. You were right. M'Baku all but growled and panted. We should try this role-playing thing more often, my love. We definitely should, you chuckled. Nuzzling into the fur that donned M'Baku's shoulder, he carried you to your bedroom. He gently set you down amongst the bed furs, stripping himself of his clothing before you suddenly realized, M'Baku, wait! M'Baku halted his movements holding his singlet half off his torso, looking at you curiously. My pants are still in the throne room. So? You stared at him in wonder. And don't you think we should grab them before someone sees? Hmm. Please, my lord, will you grab them for me? putting on your sweet voice dripping with need from before, knowing he couldn't resist. Mm, maybe I will. M'Baku slid his singlet completely off his chest, throwing it to the ground before towering over your body with a presence that demanded attention. For a price. You smirked as you rolled your hips up to tease his already semi-hard cock before pulling him into a deep, ravenous kiss. Whatever you desire, my lord.
So, this right here, <laughs> let me tell you something. I don't like the person that wrote this, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> this story bamboozled me. Did it bamboozle you? Because it did bamboozle me. How dare. Okay. So, the whole Dom, you know, I think I think the author kind of tagged this with, like, M'Baku as a dominant figure in the story. You know, Dom and Soap, it, it's a thing, of course, and, you know, it, it depends on the mood of my day, whether I'm wanting to read that or not. I did pick this out, so I, I was aware of him having a more aggressive, uh, aggressive, what do you call it? Position or whatever, I guess, in this, uh, snippet, in this fanfic. However, I thought it was just going to be regular. Like, <laughs> I've read plenty of times before where it's the Dom, you know, it's, it's, it's like the cliche porno thing, you know, you go in to whomever the authoritarian is and you mess up or you ask for something and they're like, uh-uh, I'm not having it. And they're like, but please, sir. And he's like, well, <laughs> maybe you could for a price like this one here. And then it's going to turn out at the end, it didn't make this recording, but I had to stop. <laughs> When it came to the part where it was like, maybe you're right, this role-playing thing. I'm like, what? <laughs> How dare you? I love it, though. I love that. Trust me. Don't get me wrong. I love it. But I'm just, I'm I'm salty that I didn't see that coming. That is so cute. You have the clumsy servant go, oh, no, I broke the things. And he's like, I think you're breaking it for a reason. I think you won't this and you know in <laughs> like I said it depends on my mood for the day whether it's like I'm like okay not in today's climate sir <laughs> or I'm like mm, maybe I am breaking it you want to help me pick it up pick this thing up <laughs> but then it turns out they already have a thing and it was this was a role-playing scenario how dare you how dare you green dice spider you tricked me <laughs> But it was a nice trick. We was tricking all of it here. <laughs> this is so good. But like I said, Mbaku being an authoritarian depends on my mood for the day. But it's it's basically, yeah, yeah, that's that's a mood. That's a mood. <laughs> Him just showing off. It reminds me of the scene when um in Black Panther, uh when they're in his throne room, uh, Nakia, T'Challa, Ramonda, white guy, they're all in the room, Shuri, all in the room uh, after he's woken up with the purple herb, Mbaku, uh, heart-shaped herb, and Mbaku's like, uh, are y'all done? <laughs> T'Challa dismisses everyone and talks to him man to man. And then Mbaku lets him know all that attitude that he has in that scene I see it in this right here. And I think I think the author saw that too. All that him sitting there widespread. And also, speaking of that scene, he's sitting there widespread, not like 
he don't naturally sit like that for whatever reasons. You know, the man has thick thighs. You got to let him air out. It doesn't have to mean anything else, but I, I hope it means other things. Why he has to let his legs hang loose a little bit to give himself some, some movement and air. Anyway, besides that, the throne is set up for him to have to sit widespread. I feel like I've seen the movie enough to not be uh, uh, incorrect on that assessment, but it's like an incomplete seat. It's kind of like it's just cut out in the middle where his crotch rests. It's not a full rounded seat. It basically has two, it's, it's split and it has two like shelves to rest his legs on. But like he couldn't, he wouldn't even be able to like sit cross-legged or closed because of his legs. I don't, I don't know how else to describe the sides that you check it out. It's fine. But all that attitude he had in that scene, talking about all oh, oh, us, all oh, us, first king to come here in centuries and you talk of us like what? All that attitude he put in, or the author put into this scene right here. That's all I see. And I love it. <laughs> I love M'Baku with an attitude. M'Baku with an attitude. Such a mood. Okay. Sign me. <laughs> put that to a beat. But yes, this was a good scene. And of course, visually, I could see it all. Him stripping you to your bare skin, loincloth or whatever. Him letting you straddle him on the throne. Y'all really like, listen, y'all really like <laughs> having these men on a throne. What that is, you know, maybe I'll discuss that later, but what it, what is it about y'all wanting to fuck these men in their places of business. These are places of business. This is his throne. How many people have sat on that throne before him? And y'all want to desecrate it <laughs> for some thick thighs and a smile. How dare you? <laughs> How dare y'all? My name is <laughs> a good thing. But yeah, overall, this is amazing like I said that that tripped me I'm so mad and I just skimmed this I didn't even see that when I picked this out but it's like that took me out it's like what? this isn't this isn't just a regular regular passive passive partner with a dominating man just taking and and teaching a lesson with his penis you mean this was actually well over throughout the whole thing is consensual but I mean you you mean to tell me this was this was planned <laughs> thank you for this love it so I hope y'all liked it too so with that I think I'm, I think I'm good you know rewind this back and read it over this was nice this was nice to sit through I hope it, it was enjoyable for y'all and protect yourselves and each other be good come back Okay, protect yourself, protect each other so you can come back here so we can enjoy this together again. Love, hugs, and kisses to all y'all. See you next time. Peace.